Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. My talkers, it's getting hard to recognize it right now with it being so dark out at 5 o'clock, but we will get used to it. No worries, though. It's going to brighten up with Lori and Julia, and it's Sex Monday, which, as you guys know, I cannot wait Mm -hmm. for what we're going to hear about on Sex Monday. Well, we are going to answer the age-old question and answer, because I guarantee you, if you've gone through a breakup, someone has said to you, well, the best way to get over someone is to get under somebody else. Yeah. Have you ever heard that? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But is it true? Well, How do you feel about right. that? That's right. Is it true? Is it what true? Do, what, uh, uh, is there what a study? The, what do the sexperts say? Well, oh, I'll be curious. Yeah. I mean, I'm a sexpert, but I've also looked really? into what other people... Yeah, oh, that's I would nice. call myself a sexpert. Oh, yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. A, because I will talk about everything. Okay. No shame in my game. Mm-hmm. I haven't had children, so I don't have any little, uh, you know... Little reason not to. You don't have to hide anything. I don't have to hide a you don't damn have to thing. Pretend. That's right. I don't have to pretend. You any can of share it. whatever yeah. you want to share without anyone. I don't care. I don't. Who do I have to embarrass except myself? Yeah. Basically, one, one of the best things only. about you, yeah, is that you don't care, and it's, you'll say I, anything and let it go. I, mean, I love it. He doesn't way, care. Not having had kids, but yes, there's many things that yeah. I, you just you know. It'll be fun. Anyway, so that's one burning question, and then we're going to talk about nothing. As opposed to cuffing. As opposed to puffing. <laughs> okay, I want to know what nothing is right now. No. Like, why are you going to make us wait that long? Because I know what cuffing is, because we're in the cuffing season. Oh, but oh. after a year of pandemic, Julia, maybe a year and a half of pandemic, pandemic, people are not so interested in cuffing. Which why? Was- because they learned they could be alone. They don't need to settle up for a long winter. Oh, heavens no. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. Yeah, Heavens no, but it is comfortable if you have someone warm. But it's not enough. Oh, it isn't. That's why no. nothing. I'm okay. giving you clues. You've given us a <laughs> lot of them. A lot of clues okay. to this. All right, I like this. Okay, so let's move to some Hollywood news because we watched this trailer and we just both went, oh, yes. I'm excited about it. Uh, the trailer for Downton Abbey, A New Era, which is the second Downton Abbey uh, movie. movie. And loved the first Downton Abbey movie oh. in the theater. It was so good and delicious. And I hadn't even watched like the last two seasons of Downton Abbey. It, did, it was so good. I, I was, loved that movie. As, it was so well done. As long as the Dowager Countess oh, has so some good. really great lines played by Maggie Smith. But anyway, we posted it. It looks absolutely... It looks... Um, it just looks amazing. And... Um, uh, the film did, you know, very, very well. And we knew when that first movie came out, they were going to do another one. And Julian Fellows was like, if everyone would agree to do it. Yeah. And everyone that film is in this from Mr. Mosley to the yep. they have fun doing it. Totally. And this one, the Dowager Countess, when you watch it, she's sitting on, and played by Maggie Smith. And mm-hmm. she's what is she? She's playing her real age. So she's like 87. Yeah. So she's sitting in the high tea room with the family and says, well, back in 1930, I had a 
dalliance with man. And, well, it seems I've inherited a villa in the south of France. Which I absolutely love. So we're going to go to the south of France back (laughs) in... Somebody gave her in the 70s. I love this. Love it. This is how big... So this is the story. It looks cheesy and amazing. When is it coming out? Um... Uh, and Dominic West, you know, was in this one. The mm-hmm. one, but Lily is not in this yes. anymore. She's made an exit. But it looks like Tom Branson, you know, the chauffeur, yes. is going to finally find love. The Crowleys invade France, and we're going to hear the Dowager Countess's story. And may we get flashbacks? I hope so. That would be delicious. That would explain how she ended up inheriting a villa in France. 70 years or 40 years after the this love This is going to happen to me. Yeah. I, mean, I gonna just feel it. You're going to, Julia's going to be, uh, uh, thing one and thing two, I had a thing with somebody way back in the day. Way back and in the day. it seems I've It was very hard for me because I was the last American virgin, but That's somehow right. I squeezed it in there before I met your father. I've inherited <laughs> an Oklahoma oil well. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wouldn't that make me happy? Okay, yeah. so this movie is going to come out March 18th, 2022. But I have something really happy. Yeah. Because for sometimes, for those of us, the holidays can be an interesting time of the year. Mm-hmm. You might be lonely. Um, we are just finding out that an American in Paris, Emily in oh. Paris, season two is coming out December 22nd, just in time. Just in time. Just in time. Because last year, Bridgerton came out Christmas Day. Yes, it did. And I can't tell you how happy that made me. Yeah, that was a great... It was such a hard... That's a hard day for me as a solo meal. And it was a horrible Christmas last year because we didn't know what what, what was going on, if there was going to be a vaccine and we couldn't be with anybody and we were going to the garages. Hated it. We were just adjusting. I was still watching zombie crap like You really... Lori was into that. I was I really... Because that was the only thing that made me feel better. I thought, well, that's at least not happening. I watched every zombie show. Uh, no, you really did. I did. You really it made me feel better, Julia. It comforted me in a very strange way. And Uhtred. Oh, we were Uhtred. Uhtred. Will and I were talking about that last night. When is the Last Kingdom coming out again? I think next spring, because then everything all that filming got delayed. But they started filming in Romania like this summer. We've checked on it. We've checked oh. on progress. Have you ever watched that, Grant? Uhtred, no. oh, okay. The Last Kingdom, oh. you got to watch it. No, I have Okay, not this yet. is... It's The Sopranos in the Dane Saxon Wars. Okay. Oh. I'll have to check that out. It's, that oh, no, amazing. not even check out. Amazing. It's... All right, season five. Already, we already watched season five. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, it's season six is this last season, but really oh, and truly... Man. If you need like a a show to snuggle up with and watch, it's called The Last Kingdom. The Last Kingdom is right. so so good. I'll check it out. Yeah. Uh, okay. So Julia, yes, dear. Being the Ricardos. Okay. Oh yes. Okay. So are you going to brag on them again? No, I'm not. Oh, I this am not. Be interesting. But, Tape this, Grant. But the, you have to admit, though, that the er, that very first trailer, we were alarmed. Because we didn't see any Lucy. And we were like, what are they doing? And you know, me and Colleen and Bradley and Holly will sometimes raise our eyebrows about why are they not showing something so obvious. And all we heard was Nicole Kidman as Lucille Ball doing the voiceover and then seeing where she was in the grape crushing and just in repose kind of. And you're like, okay, that bad, you know, yeah. yeah, yeah. So anyway, they had a critic's screening. (laughs) <laughs> okay no no julia it's it's 
Okay. Lucy, you've it's got not... some com- campaigning to do. Okay. They love it. Oh, oh. They love it. Okay, here's what. Okay. If you want impersonations, being the Ricardos might not be for you. This is, I think, from the Huffington Post. If you want performances that capture the spirit and soul of Lucille Ball and Desi Arnaz, you're in for a treat. So this will be in movie theaters on December 10th and then on Amazon like 11 days later. Here's another one. I did not expect this at all, but I kind of loved being the Ricardos. Nicole Kidman is really, really good. Mm. Here's another Mm. one. Lucy, you've got some campaigning to do. I love that. Being the Ricardos played well in its first screening, suggesting a solid awards contender. I bought Nicole more as off-screen dramatic Lucy in real life than as the sitcom Dynamo. Because remember... This is her off-screen. This is off-screen Lucy. That's what I always forget about that. I know you do. The audience ate her up and Javier Bardem as well. Now here's another one. Uh, Nicole Kidman has the Lucy sitcom voice down brilliantly. The film is funny and there are sharp moments, but not wholly compelling. Conflicts is the real Lucy kind of meh. But J.K. Then they liked all the other cast. But anyway, for the most part... When is this coming out even? December 10th. Oh, the movie comes out December 10th. Okay. As I said, just like 30 seconds ago, you were zoning out. I'm going to quiz you. When is Emily in Paris coming out? December 22nd. Oh, I hate you. Yeah. Um, As I was zoning (laughs) (laughs) Grant, what are you doing? He's zoning out too. Uh, J.K. Simmons as (laughs) Fred is a treasure. That he might get oh, some supporting noms. I bet he's brilliant at that. And yeah. then the the wife is our gal from Masters of Sex, who we like her so much, but I can never think of her name. Oh, um, she's so good, and she's just in something that we just watched, and she's this Nina act- Arianda. Yeah, yeah, Nina Arianda. Yeah. Uh, not Goliath. She's in like a few different things. She's a great character actress, and she, she was shows in, up. Uh, Goliath? No, yeah, not Goliath. Goliath. Yeah, it was, was, it was Goliath. Okay. She's the other attorney in Goliath. Yeah. <gasps> she's so, so good. good so so good that's another show grant mm-hmm. all right goliath yeah you guys oh, yeah. have been on that but one the for... lost kingdom i'm telling you people if you need something to just fall into because now it's cold and it's dark and stuff oh my word and this would not be a show that i would typically say that you would like oh, so I... the fact that you liked it oh. because it is a a romantic historical fiction that it, you know, Dane Saxon wars, but it, it's war. It's war. So there is good. It's like Braveheart. It's violence, Braveheart violence in a series. But yeah, kind of. It's Braveheart. Ser- There's oh. so much heart to that oh. show. Okay. Oh my gosh. Yeah, and That's a way to describe and Julie and I both will. Utrid, you Utrid. want to be him. Even Utrid. Casey wanted to be him. We my get, kids get, did. Yeah, all everybody. I wanted to bathe him by the end of oh. the last series when he got baptized. I wanted to lick his wounds. I yeah. mean, I'm telling lick you. His wounds. I mean, I would help him. I would do anything. What? You got stabbed there. Let me lick it clean. That's love. And I want to be in the hot tub with the Daltons and the Yellowstone yeah. I was going to say that's where that's where I find myself. I'm yeah. always like, I want to be on that ranch and have a little bit more of a man card. That yeah, would be no my kidding. fantasy right there. Yeah, I know you. Walk, you'd for what? sure put something in your bottom of your cowboy boots to stand taller. taller. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's funny. All right, listen, we got to go. It's time for the Dirt Alert. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Hi, Allie. Good afternoon. I loved your tweet this weekend. 
I don't remember. I'm my just toys. sitting. I'm. I know I should be excited about going out, quote unquote. And, but oh, I'm just yeah. sitting here watching TV on my couch. It was, that made me laugh so hard. <laughs> well, you know, Saturday was a little cold. Yeah, a little snowy. It was oh, kind it, of a good stay in day. It was. So, yeah. So it was yesterday. Yeah, it made me laugh though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, going out right. and being excited. excited. Look, man, if you want to sit on your couch at one thirty in the afternoon on a Saturday. Liberate yourself. What did you watch? Oh my gosh. I was watching a lot of old movies. So I watched the movie After Hours by Martin Scorsese. I watched Escape from New York, a little uh, hot. That's a great oh, movie. Right. That is a great movie. Kurt Russell is so hot. He's so, so hot. hot. <laughs> that is a good movie. Yeah. So it's like, let's Fun. like watch some gritty New York stuff. Unfortunately, we have to talk about some nasty stuff in this okay. dirt alert. This is coming to us courtesy of Rolling Stone. They just published a nine month investigation into Marilyn Manson. Oh. Uh, And some of the things that we're learning about Marilyn Manson is that with some of the women that he would date, he would lock them in a soundproof room. (sighs) Well, didn't didn't one of the women that accused him say that he locked her up against her will in a room that no one could hear her? Mm -hmm. (sighs) But that was this one woman. So you're telling me Rolling Stone has done like a big investigative piece yes they have so they uncovered that marilyn manson allegedly turned the music studio of his apartment into a torture chamber (sighs) called the bad girls room where he banished his girlfriends and punished them for hours over the thinnest perceived transgressions now Manson's former assistant, her name is Ashley Walters, she's suing him for sexual assault and battery, claimed that Marilyn Manson always joked and bragged about the room. Another former assistant denied ever seeing any woman confined to the bad girl's room, but told Rolling Stone that, quote, it was common knowledge. That's what everybody called it. Oh, my God. That's just that's just like horrible. to know. That, that's like our, it sounds like R. Kelly and all of yeah, it. But, all of the way that but, people keep people know it, but it stays they, a secret. And no one believes the women. But everyone keeps promoting him. Yeah, I know. Kanye West. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, this is one of those. After this. Yeah. Well, this is one of those things where looking back, it's hiding in plain sight. It, yes. Or that. He actually admitted this back Mm -hmm. in 2012. He did an interview and he said, if anyone's bad, I can lock. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on uappodcast.com lock them in it it's soundproof oh my word so he's just like putting it out there you know it's one of those things where it's like if i talk about it then it's so absurd that no one's actually going to believe that i do this and it was he was such a nutty type of guy that you kind of would be like oh all right so he has a soundproof room (sighs) right for snm or something and you'd kind of put it that you know yeah 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 Yeah, it is yuck. And so well, good for Rolling Stone for, you know, yeah, doing the reporting. They are doing the reporting. And, you know, according to them, Marilyn Manson's house was decorated with blood and photos. Just like somebody said there were wahinas everywhere. Mm. Cut out pictures. So it's yeah. just like it's just like not good, you yeah. know, and and, it, and it was probably younger women. Yeah. 
You know, yeah. I think of uh, Evan Rachel Wood. You know, mm-hmm. she was like 18 when she started yeah, dating Yeah, she him. did. Yeah. Same with what's her name? Um, Rose McGowan. And was then Dita Von Teese was yeah, with was him young. forever. Yeah. 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 So the full account is in Rolling Stone magazine today. So, you know, d- proceed with caution. I, because I'm going to read that. Yeah. There are some pretty uh, nasty revelations that come out of that. Uh, Paris Hilton's a stepmom surprise. Yes, oh. we do. <laughs> Who leaked this story, Holly? All weekend long, you know, all the outlets have yeah. all these ex- pictures, extravaganza. Yes, Taylor did SNL, and then we had Adele. But today, this gets leaked. I'm is is it this the mother of the daughter that that uh, Paris's new husband fathered? It seems weird. And has only seen once yes. in nine years. Yes. Yeah. So this is being leaked to page six. The mom of Carter Reams' nine-year-old daughter is a woman named Laura Belize. She appeared on a show, Secrets of Aspen. I watched it. Oh, you did? Oh, yeah. And did you learn anything? No, it was just good. And, you know, it was just about the lifestyle. You know, it was a. I feel like it was a one-and-done kind of a six-episode thing. Aspen's supposed to be amazing. Yeah, right? that's why I watched it. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, the statement that comes from a, a spokesperson for Carter Reum is very by the book. What does it say? So it says, quote, the people who the story matters to have known about it for 10 years. Carter supports the child, and while he does not have a traditional father-daughter relationship with her, he has provided for her since she was born and will continue to do so. Wow, that is... Uh, so Paris knows. She's always known. And maybe the mom... Doesn't want his involvement, and he's agreed with it, and he's just paying money, and mm-hmm. feel kind of right. bad for the kid. Like this is all, yeah, out you, loud for her. You know, no. interesting. The source. So here's maybe some clues about who the source could be, saying that his daughter had been quote triggered by seeing coverage of Carter Reams' wedding and felt left out of her father's life. No kidding. Yeah, and the source also says that she saw articles about Paris and Carter talking about starting a family and felt rejected and felt left out, and she wants to have a relationship. Okay, so with this him. is so this is the, the, the mom. mom. Wow. Mm-hmm. Well, because maybe. We, I mean, we don't know, but all I can say is this is a big cloud on Paris. Yes, it is. Uh, a whole thing, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Well, you know, you're selling this idea of a fairy tale wedding. I mean, it, and you, there's another, there's a kid. Well, and, and it's just like, oh, real life is happening. Yeah. You know, and it happens to people, even people like Paris Hilton, who yeah. want you to think otherwise. Right. It, the right. family gets complicated. Right, yeah. right. Yeah, it very much does. But that, all those headlines, she's it's, like, I know. No, I know. We're going to let people know. Mm-hmm. Well, speaking of the woman, Laura Belizzi, she briefly dated Mel Gibson, and he's making headlines today because somebody gave him a job to direct Lethal Weapon 5. Does this go right to streaming? Of course. Yeah, but <laughs> does it even get a theater release? No. No. Uh, no. This would be an HBO Max exclusive, okay. I think, because right. the Lethal Weapon, the movie franchise, of course, wildly successful, Yes, uh, is a Warner Brothers property, and uh, Richard Donner directed all those movies. He recently passed away, mm-hmm. and they were like, well, let's get a BOGO deal. Let's have Mel Gibson. Star. Is he directing it, too? Well, he's directing it. That's it the big yeah. headline today, okay. is that he's directing this. So, right. Richard Donner passed away in July at the age of 91, and by all means, he was going to be working on that, mm-hmm. so... Britney Spears is free, in case you missed it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, Holly, did you guys talk about on um, Clean and Bradley about the fact that she, like, she that was a voluntary conservatorship that didn't require a psychiatric evaluation going in, so she didn't even, she, 
Her dad tricked her all these years. You know, we're slowly getting those kinds of pictures about what was actually going on. I feel like, you know, I don't know where the rumor was about the conservatorship, but that it was Lynn Spears, her mother, who was also in on this. And I think that perhaps if Britney feels like she wants to, she can come forward and speak her story. Well, I mean, that's what the L.A. Times, a legal expert, said. The reason that she didn't have to have a psychiatric evaluation to get out of it because she didn't have one going into it. Mm. And it was always a voluntary conservatorship. Mm-mm-mm. And her dad just sewed it up, so she didn't know that. Sure, because right. she was in. Well, a, hence the blocking of the attorneys, the like keeping away from the phones, all of this stuff. I mean, that that completely she really makes was sense. held prisoner. She was, Lori. Oh, you guys, it's so bad. It's so bad. Yeah, yeah really horrible. She must be giddy. Yeah, there are photographs of her just driving around town, being a regular person. She's out in L.A. There is a post-conservatorship plan, which is smart because, you know, if you're making a big life transition with all of your sensitive details, but she wants Jamie Spears, her dad, to have nothing to do with it, being blocked from it. I would just be going on trips. I'd get married or whatever. I would just be having... Yeah, she's really... Hope she has the time of her life. Yeah, same. Yeah. All right. Happy Monday. All right. Thanks, Holly. All right, Grant, what's happening on the roads? Is it a happy Monday? Yeah, it's a decent Monday for driving home, that's for sure. Only a fell. It is 32 at my top, 107.1. All right, so promises, promises, promises. We're going to learn if the best advice to get over someone is getting under someone else or on top of someone else. Yeah, that's Depending on who you are. Do you really have to sleep with someone else to get over your ex? Because that is what people will tell you at some stage in a breakup, that the best way to get over someone is to get under someone new. Right. And I believe I've said that advice. I believe you've said that advice. Grant has probably been given that advice and said that advice. I've been given that advice. You've been given that advice. I did, but I I don't. Yeah, I know. I don't know that I give it so much as get it. From you. Yeah. I mean, you give me this that advice. This can all be very good. Solid stones like a who's on first conversation. <laughs> I, don't know, that, really, I don't know that that we should continue in that line or we should. <laughs> more like who's on a home run if we're and getting then, real yeah. good. I here. think that I get the advice from you more than I give the advice to others. But yeah. go ahead. I mean, in some ways, of course, it is absolutely tra- true that good sex with a new person can help to put an X in the past and be a reminder that there are other people out there for you to meet and connect with and can be fun. But if you're not ready, thank you. Sex with someone new can just simply be a painful reminder that you're not having sex with the person you really want. This is what I agree with. 100%. Yeah. This is, this is the dilemma. This is that, Yes. Of trying to get under someone to get over someone. Is it actually a good idea? And so for the purposes of today, I'm a psychosexologist. Okay, so what are you going to tell us? Well, I'll just say the only person who's really going to know how you're feeling post-breakup is you. You're going to have to be the one to decide that. I agree with this 100%. Yes, because sex and pleasure can offer a very distracting... um, uh, it's a welcome distraction, Julia, from the emotions commonly associated with the breakup. Yeah, I mean, you, you it, really, know, it, it really is different. It, it, it's it, so dependent. And it can you help at. you, like, you know, like, it can help, like, you 
just the fact you're feeling d- desired, you sure. know, is very is feel feels good. On the other side, though, it can if make you empty, feel terrible. You feel horrible. So you got to take your time, and you know, blah blah blah. You know, but anyway, I just thought, uh it's always good to revisit that no, people, number one. That's the number one thing that people will tell people you. People tell it. you that, and it's like uh, mm-hmm. easy for you to say, right? Because if you're feeling emotionally wobbly, sleeping with someone that can, you know, you are I mean, not into, or it's just because it's not. It doesn't it, feel it, good. It can add to your fragility, yep. or make you feel even more wobbly. Wobbly. I like. I guess. I like. This is how our we have. Our feelings spectrum today is wobbly, mm-hmm. um, upright, on top. Yeah, and you know sometimes people will will ju- they'll go they'll they'll find out their ex is sleeping with someone, someone else. else. So then they're like, I'm going to do it too, yeah. you know, and find out. So that that's not ever you that's know, not, that a, might good not be a good reason that's, either. That's really not a good reason. But if you like absolutely know some, yeah. But it also knowing that allows you. To move on a little bit in your own way. Right. Because if you know someone's with someone else, okay, yeah, that right. door is closed. That's right. Now Slow. it's now it's really closed. It is. I thought I heard it was closed. They mm-hmm. said it was closed, but now, oh, yeah. it's for sure closed. Yeah. Slow and steady is the race if you feel emotionally wobbly. 100%. But if you are just a high testosterone, horny person, it is wonderful it is a wonderful way to get over a breakup sometimes because that oxytocin that feeling you know that but it 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 so depends but uh, yeah usually you know it just so it really depends on like what your sex drive is and how emotionally like but i don't even decided you wanted the breakup you're more easily of course able to get over it but i mean you could still have sadness even if you decided 100 to break up i mean i probably uh cried for three months every day after i left my first husband but it did not stop me from screwing around julia i will tell you that (laughs) i will tell you that that was one thing that got me strength to get through it yeah, you know, uh, it's true. But yeah. it didn't. mine was my marriage was like four good years of sadness. Didn't yeah. mean I didn't have sex with that. Right. It was four good years. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Uh, but you were married. I mean, you can't. We were together a long time. First no, we yeah, can't. yeah, yeah. No children and right. all of that. But so anyway, you know, slow and steady, and only you know what's going on with you. So there, I just thought I'd be a psycho sexologist. Thank for a you. Day. Now. What is nothing? Well, I'll tell you what's happened. Okay, this is me, sex this theory is, now. This is interesting. So we've gone through a year and a half of, I mean, we're still processing everything that has happened in <laughs> our worlds with everything. I mean, the whole world went through a pandemic. Everybody's family and travel and work life and everything was just the whole... I mean, Everything. think how special that is. We got to go through something that the whole world goes together. At the same time. The Ice Age and other Jeez. pandemics They're or so wars. Exciting. You know, I mean, it's so it's something. But so one of the things that always did used to totally happen at this time of the year is, you know, cuffing, cuffing. season. And you, explain the, what that is. You're cuffed to somebody for the cold reason mm-hmm. because you're lazy. You're not going to go out as much. You want to have a. You want to have a date for holiday parties. You want to yes. have. You don't want to be alone. You so don't want to just. You let yourself get attached, and we were. That was like a lot of people were happy with that. Mm-hmm. Not anymore, Julia. 
We've gone through a pandemic, and now it's called nothing season. (laughs) Nothing season. Nothing. N-U-F-F-I-N-G. Yeah. Nothing season. Even though that can be a novelty, ugly person that you go out with so that you look cuter. That's another. I just had a date with a nothing. There's been other uh, things for nothing, but it just. That people are. They've given themselves permission. I don't need to find somebody. I just got through the last year and a half, like figuring things out. I'm not going to just settle for any anybody. And I'm just, it's going to be, I'm just going to more laissez-faire about it. I'm going to see where it goes. And people are feeling more confident about, uh, you know. They're a little more open to the possibility of many things. Yes, laid back about a lot of this stuff. It's interesting because I, uh, someone I met recently, just said, "Gosh, everyone just wants to get married." Yeah, and I'm like, "Yeah, not me." I'm a zero pressure dater, baby. I mean, I'm great in a sack. That's what I wish you would have said. How do you know I didn't? Maybe you did. <laughs> I hope so. I'm rubbing off on you. Well said there, Julia. Hey, hey, right. No, but it, it's interesting because everybody... And yeah, especially younger people. There's no rush. No. Mm-mm. It kind of... And younger people really... 75% of like Gen Z or 77. They just they just want to go out with all kinds of people and they just, they're not in a big hurry to like let somebody... Talk them into, uh, you know, booing up all that fast. Yeah, I would agree. And that is, uh, I think, because we went through everything that we've gone through. So be happy rather than hurry. Yeah. Well, and I also think, and I also think that you realize so much more about who you are and what you're willing to put up with and not put up with. And and really, are they giving me anything? Do I need? No. People got real honest with themselves. I think so. That's why people quit jobs. And I would rather spend time with people I really, really, really like. That's right. Than just meeting random. Then waste your time. It's a waste of my time. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. So anyway, so it's the, yeah. So there's a lot of 5 a.m. to 6 a.m. dating (laughs) going on. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And that's that with an overnight stay. This is for, (laughs) this is for the people who are still out there, you know, having sex without condoms, talking Ah. to my younger people. Okay. If you don't, I'm just from, just think about this. I'm going out and I'm going to be doing some fluid bonding tonight. Just think about unprotected sex like that. Fluid bonding. Fluid bonding. <laughs> That's, That's what you're doing without your barrier contraception. Yes. Wow. True. Just my word to, you know, <laughs> shake a condom loose out of the old condom tree. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Not a bad uh, bit when of When you advice. were single, Fluid Lori, bonding. did you ever use a condom? Because you were not single. Let's be honest. Julia... Uh, I used condoms when I was married and dating because <laughs> I didn't want to bring anything home to the uh, marital sack. Silly. Yeah, good for you. At least you had. At least you were looking out for him in that sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, fluid bonding. Just think about that. It's, oh, yeah. it's it's a new buzzword for unprotected sex. So if fluid. you're okay with that, with everything we know about. STIs and everything. Just no. Why, why don't we call them STDs anymore? That's what I always wonder. Or STDs, STIs, yeah. DUI, DWI, tomato, tomato, etiquette, adequate. 
as Mary Crosby <laughs> said last night. Dry wub, 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 right, you know. Tomato, tomato. And a quit. And a quit. That's great. <laughs> That's my favorite. She's quickly becoming a top 10 housewife, Mary Crosby. Oh, Whoa. did she? Was that last night? Oh, my gosh. It was epic. All right, we got to go. My favorite tweet today belongs to Miss Dionne Warwick, who two hours ago tweeted, if that young man has Taylor's scarf, he should return it. Okay, that's funny. <laughs> okay, that's funny. From all too well, that is so, so funny. Um, so, oh, that's a good one. I know, it's a good one. And uh, Erica Jane, TMZ, caught up with her yesterday coming out of Bistro Jolie. I feel like we know where that is. It's like what it it's right around where we hang hang. Julia. Which is everywhere. Yeah, everywhere. Mm-hmm. But Bistro coming out of Bistro uh, uh Jolie and they she stopped and talked to the paparazzi and okay. Holly posted a nice shady thing um that I think was in page six the cha- page six, the changing faces of Erica Jane. Right. Well, I mean nobody looks your high school picture, if you're 50 and your high school picture, you're 17. I mean, your face couldn't look more different. But well, yes, 100%. She's right. definitely had surgical enhancement, probably at least two nose jobs. At least. At least. Yeah. And, but she's coming out of uh, Bistro Jolie and they said, Erica, will you ever get married again? No, I will not. Never. And um, they said, well, what about a lawyer? And she said, probably not. But again, but then again, I don't know. I may need free legal. Who knows? (laughs) Well, that's kind of a good answer. Yeah. That one doesn't bug me. No. She also said, uh, um, you know, I think, you know, every girl, you know, likes a guy with money. I, you know, I I think, I don't know. I was always glad I had my own money and I I didn't have to rely on it. I would agree. Yeah. I I mean, yes. You don't want a man. You Mm. don't want to date someone that doesn't have a job. Yeah, of course. And at our age, you don't want to date someone that doesn't have some savings. Yes, of course. You don't want a 401k. Yeah. Because that's just kind of like, because... If they can pay their own way, and you can if you're Jeff own. Bezos, people will overlook everything to date. You. Oh, it, he's not a hunter, Julia. No, we've figured that out. Okay, mm-hmm. so Grant, okay, he's giving I, away the thing. Don't talk to him right, right now. <laughs> and did you know Beth Dutton from Yellowstone, the amazing redhead Kelly Riley mm-hmm. is her name? She is English. Lori, we've known this. I keep forever. forgetting it forever. She's so tight-lipped about her private life. I've gone back, and when I first found out she was English was probably last year or something, I've gone back and looked at what she mm-hmm. started in Across the Pond, you know, and other things. She's amazing. I can't wait. I did not watch two key things. Did? I did not watch Yellowstone, and I did not watch Salt, Salt oh. Lake. Oh, both I, were I've, epic. So I have a very exciting Monday night. Yeah, and you do. Dancing with the Stars semifinals. Right. Oh. Which, you know, even though Tyra is the worst host the ever. dancers are amazing. This has been one of the better seasons <laughs> that is. Dancing with the Stars has had in a because long time because of the dance. people. They can dance. <clears throat> it's fun to watch. It's too bad that in, under Tom Bergeron and Eric Aaron Andrews last couple of years that they were really limping along getting mm-hmm. C and D list celebrities because they have really a good, they had a great mix of people. COVID so made kind of people like, hungrier for paycheck. Maybe, maybe. I think it's made people hungrier for a paycheck. Good point. Yeah, or just for an experience. Yeah. yeah. You know, if you're an actor, and to an get, entertainer. get fit. Yeah. You know, because that is a weight loss plan. Jeez, I went to the doctor today and I was like kind of afraid to 
be weighed. You know, stop. You well, have weighed the same since you went to high school. You told me. No, I do not. Casey. Casey's the Casey's one. Casey's oh, the no. one. Don't love After me. After you got back him. from Vegas, you lost like twenty pounds or something. Uh, yeah. You were sick. Yeah, yeah but Julia, I mean, I was like kind of nervous because I'm like, I feel like pandemic pudge. You know, I have it. I'm sure I have it. Well, you weighed the exact same. No, I I weighed five more pounds than I did a year ago. So I was like relieved because to me, I was like, for sure. I was like, oh, my God, I think I weigh like 15 pounds more. Stop. Only because look loose. I see you every day. Yeah, I know, but I think I think I I haven't exercised as much because of my stupid knee. And oh, yeah. I just had you know, and I don't own a scale at my house. No, it's it's there's no reason. I base everything on you know how is how is everything fitting. But yeah. anyway, it's a good way nurse, to do it. Is yeah, the nurse looked at me and she goes, "Oh, you're only five pounds over," and I said, "Oh, I thought it was going to be a lot more pandemic pudge than that." Yeah. Oh, she, and, and I said, do you remember me? And she says that you're cashew. <laughs> what do you mean? Remember when I got the yeah. cashew in your ear, the wax cashew. Yeah. Oh yeah. I had the biggest piece oh, of God. cashew a year ago taken out of my, both of my ears. Oh, like, I've I had, can't, do you have ear thin? I have ear. My, I build up a lot of wax, wax. in my ears. I'm it's something. Her, yeah. It's something from being hereditary that I'll get those cashews as well. And it's, and oh. when they and when they pop and she goes she goes we laughed about that for days. Okay, okay, well, hey, that's funny. That's, that's so funny. No, because you remember I was like I had built-in mufflers in my ears. She couldn't was, hear. She's like Julia, and, okay. and suddenly and then there's a ringing, and then you got the bright spot in your eye. Oh yeah. And I'm like, my girl's falling apart. Yeah, the homegirl's going geez. down. I mean, you kept remember the bright but I, spot. The ear, the earwax thing is a that's once ongoing. a year. That's thing ongoing. for me. Yeah, once a year. We've too, had other yeah. incidents here. Yeah, but I'm not going to share them out embarrassing. loud. Lori's had more embarrassing. Oh, I oh. was lanced once. Oh yeah, you I had a Lansing incident up in the northern <laughs> suburbs and had to call him sick because I couldn't sit. Um, remember yeah. that? I thought I was going to die. That hurts. Oh, yeah. If someone ever says to you, "Well, you can, this can either just <laughs> pop on its own or it can be Lance," go with the pop on its own. <laughs> Those. I have oh, words no. to live by on this oh. Monday afternoon. Oh, and then I couldn't even. And then I was in line to get the drugs, you know. And I, I made everyone. I just said, I, "I'm in so much pain. You have to let me go to the front of the line." Oh. I just was started to cry because yeah. I thought, "How am I going to drive home from like Blaine and sit?" Right. I couldn't. I, I, you can drive standing sometimes. I don't recommend it, but you can. <laughs> You you drive? Drive? No, well, I had to. Hover. I had to. You hover I, a little I, was, bit. I held onto that wheel so tightly. Yeah, you pull with yourself on the wheel. Oh. You plant your foot. You kind of hold up a little you bit. You did. I did. I don't recommend that. it. This but is something only like smaller stature. Yeah, you couldn't do right. it. Yeah, you I, couldn't right. do it. The rest of us are bent over and now our head is in the steering wheel. That's not working. Yeah, yeah, it only works. Is, there's height restrictions for driving standard here. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Good to know I'm not alone on this one, Grandy. Oh, I've done it. Yeah, there's some things you have to do to get home. You oh, know? my good Lord. All right, so happy Monday. We made it. We Looks did. like we made it. And people are kind of getting giddy because Thanksgiving is it's next, next week. week. And people are like, oh, I'm going to have a long like, a weekend, holiday weekend. And, and seeing good family and friends. Maybe do some, yeah, I'm going to be able to see people yes. and do things. So I, This is like our first big holiday since yeah, we can. I feel the happiness is in there. I think so. All right, everyone have a great night. We'll be back tomorrow. Job done. Off you go.